Welcome to Manga Head Episode 2. Morgs, how you doing? I'm good. Oh, good. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. That's the intro. Um, this week, we're going to actually talk about what we're reading, which is Tokyo Ghoul. And uh, we are going to be discussing these three arcs as soon as I pull them up. The Introduction Arc, the Nishiki Arc, and the Dove's Emergence Arc. So, uh, yeah, but the intro is only the first three chapters. The first two are like, the second one, the one's only one, two, three, four, five, six chapters. All right. So, Margs, if you want to kind of lead us on and maybe explain what the first uh, introduction arc's kind of about. Okay. So, Tokyo Ghoul is about... I think well, actually, who's, who's it written by? Let's start out with that. Who's it? Who's the mangaka? Yeah, the mangaka. The mangaka. Why are you saying it like that? Su- Sui Ishida. Sui? I don't know if it's Su. S-U-I? Sui Ishida? That Ishida? sounds about right to me. Okay. So, starting from the top, there's a... Uh, pretty sure Ken Kaneki is actually technically a college student. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so it starts off with Kaneki, Kaneki Ken, a 19-year-old college student with his, out with his friend at a cafe. And it's really just his friend Hide making fun of him for liking a girl. And then another character gets introduced, which is the waitress, Toka. But you don't know that she's going to be like an important character until a little bit later. And then, like, you know, they're obviously just kind of, like, goofing around. And the next thing you know, the actual girl who Kaneki likes walks in, and that's Rize. And so time kind of goes on a little bit, you know. And then it's Rize and Kaneki on a, on a date. And the reason they're on a date is because they share a common interest in the same uh, book author. Who I can't remember. Yeah, and it's it's Franz Kafka. What? It's Kafka. Is it an actual author? Yeah, um, he wrote like uh, um, he wrote like a lot of the popular books back in like the early twentieth uh, century, kind of nineteenth century and twentieth century. Really an actual person. Yeah, it was kind of cool because Cause he's it really goes by a different author as well. I think it's ba- it, it's his it, name it, was it's Kafka. Probably, yeah, it's probably based off of Kafka, but the 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 person is obviously like an author in the world, right? Of Tokyo Ghoul. Anyways, so yeah, you know they're on a date, talking about the books, you know, hanging out, and then later on. Rize leads him into the, this alleyway, and it's it's shown that she's actually the ghoul that everybody like that has been dropping hints and has been murdering. And ghouls are basically demons. 
kind of, you know, they're ghouls that eat humans. So obviously it's like humans versus ghouls they're, all the time. They're not really. They're not demons. They're more, I mean. Animals, I guess, kind of, in a way, because they look exactly like humans, but they eat humans. They're basically cannibals with supernatural powers, but they're cannibals that don't really want to be cannibals. Sometimes. Some of them, it just depends on the ghoul. Yeah, that's true. Because their brains we, operate we meet, the same way. We meet a character that likes eating people, so. So that happens. Rize is trying to eat Kaneki. You know. And then Kaneki, like, Rize gets her Kagune out and stabs him. And then, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then this scaffolding just magically falls on top of her and insta-kills her. And so Kaneki's sitting there, you know, dying. And then Rize's on the floor dead. And then finally, like, somebody shows up and finds them. And so while Kaneki's in the hospital, the doctor was like, okay, well, we need a transplant, an organ transplant. So they took the organs from Rize and put it into Kaneki to save him. Yep. And that is what triggered Kaneki... And that's what turned him into this half ghoul, half human. So a lot of the first arc is just him trying to find out what is wrong with him and why he can't eat normal human food, because ghouls can't eat can't eat normal human food. It yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. How whenever he would like eat anything or like drink coffee, he like had to puke. I thought that was kind of interesting because well, no, coffee's the only thing that he can really like like get down. Water and coffee. Coffee can subdue. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, I I forgot about the coffee, okay. So I thought I thought when I I don't know why I thought that when he drank it it made him sick. So yeah, Kaneki's just kind of dealing with that. And then you know, it's just Kaneki refusing to believe that he is a ghoul, even though his, his one eye is the only eye that is like ghoulish, you know. So He's resisting eating humans this whole time. He's like, "Why am I? Why am I thinking like this?" Yada yada yada. And like, he's just growing weaker and weaker. And so, he finally finds out that coffee is like one of the only things that can help the hunger. Yeah, it kind of subdues it. Yeah, and, and like uh, he doesn't want to eat people. No, he's very against it. So mm-hmm. he, he's in the store trying to buy even more coffee when he passes by someone else who's also buying coffee. Coffee, And then when he's exiting the store, he starts smelling, you know, something good. And he's like, oh, man, what's that smell? And he's like, oh, shit, got to go get some of that. So he's, he's walking to where it is. And then there he finds this new character. Uh, his name is Nishiki. And it turns out that he's a ghoul. And that was the other person who was buying coffee. And he's... He's a... Uh, Oh, wait, no. He follows it to a random ghoul that's eating a human. And then that's when Nishiki shows up and is like, yep. this is my turf. And then, oh, it is Nishiki. I thought it was Nishiki. Sorry. So, and then Nishiki is looking at Kaneki like, well, what are you doing? This is my, my territory. Get out. You know, and then, to- and then meanwhile, Kaneki's just kind of sitting there like, why am I here? Because I don't want to eat a human, you know? And he's like, why does it smell so good? And then Toka shows up and starts saying, like, oh, this isn't your turf. Get away, Nishiki. This was Rize's before she died. And then it is also revealed that Toka is a, is a ghoul. So that was, like, a big, wow, Toka is a ghoul. That waitress from before. Yeah, I definitely didn't see that coming. Yeah. 
I can't tell if that was sarcasm or not. It was. Okay, yeah, obviously. And then, so... They... Oh, what what happens then? Because I think they just kind of leave uns, unscathed, right? Well, obviously... Yeah. Um, I think they kind of just got in a little quarrel. But they hadn't, like, fought fought yet. They go back to, like, the uh, the, the tea shop or whatever, and they give him a job, don't they? No, that's after. Still a little bit after. So what happens after that is I think Toka just kind of breaks up that little fight, you know? Yeah. And then, like, it's either, like, a week later or something, and Kaneki is hanging out with Hide, and it just so happens that Hide is bringing him to Nishiki, but Kaneki didn't know that, because Hide was just like, follow me, we're going to go see a friend, you know? And then mm-hmm. it's Nishiki. And then so they're all three hanging out. And it's oh, just yeah, like, I remember that. Kaneki's just contemplating to himself, saying, okay, well, when is he going to like do something? Like, How is he acting so, so normal when he's a ghoul? And it turns out that Nishiki is literally leading them into this alleyway so Nishiki can kill both of them and eat Hide. So he basically like tries to confront Kaneki and say, oh, you were so close to this human because you were totally going to eat them. But then Kaneki kind of gets mad, and he's like, I was never going to eat Hide. I'm not one of you. And, like, Kaneki's basically confused. And then finally, like, his first Kagune comes out, which is, like, the tail thing you see, right? Yep. Yeah, so Kaneki's trying to fight Nishiki because he's trying to defend Hide and himself because he's not going to eat Hide, but he's also concerned that Nishiki is going to eat Hide. But then, you know, they were fighting, and then all of a sudden, Kaneki wants to eat Hide because he can't control his hunger anymore. And that's when that's when Toka shows up again and basically just saves them. It saves Hide and Kaneki. We don't see Nishiki or anything of that fight that happens. We just see kind of like the aftermath, which is Hide in that cafe we saw in the first chapter that they were sitting in. And so... That's when Kaneki is recruited by uh, by the old man who's like the shop owner. And he kind of like the old man kind of explains like, oh, this is our ghoul cafe, you know. Ghoul cafe, baby. Ghoul cafe. And so it's like they supply other ghouls who can't hunt with me. Yeah. And so he kind of explains things to, to, uh, to Kaneki. And then it's also shown that later that Toka was the one who saved Hide. And, like, that she got hurt fighting Nishiki. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like, you know, just kind of teaching Kaneki about things. And Kaneki basically saying, I'm still not a ghoul. But then, Even you know, though he definitely is. Yeah. Oh, we also forgot about the part where Toka force feeds Kaneki. Which I thought oh, was... Yeah. Which I thought was pretty important, because she kind of, that was the first fight where Nishiki first showed up before we knew about him. Mm-hmm. She just kind of showed like, and then you know it's just the body, and then like yada yada yada, and then Toka is just force feeding a whole arm. Yeah, I think it was kind of important because it was kind of like Kaneki's first big step into accepting how he is now. Granted, he was forcefully accept like. He had to force accept it, basically. Yeah, but, I mean, she kind of pushed him to start his acceptance, if that makes sense. Yeah, which is very important. 
Because now he does have a little bit more strength. Mm-hmm. Which I think also let lets his uh his Kagune come out during that second fight. Yeah. So that happens, and then while Kaneki starts working at this cafe, it's shown that a mom and her daughter are coming in, which are ghouls. And I think this also helps Kaneki like get into the ghoul world and think, wow, so they're humans just like us, but like how do they how do they live, you know? Like how does nobody find them? Right. And so this just means Kaneki is becoming more and more curious about the ghoul world and is trying to accept it. And I think I think Hinami, which is the little girl, also helps a lot with that because it's like it, him and her were like sharing a moment about reading that author we were talking about earlier. They read the, that author's works and like Kaneki oh, was right. teaching her, teaching her how to read it because she's not in school since she's a ghoul. And also the uh, the CCG, which are which are basically uh, ghoul investigators, they go out and find the ghouls and kill them. Mm-hmm. And they were after Hinami and uh, her mom, and they just had killed her dad. So yeah, so kind of right off the bat with Hinami and her mom, you get let in on all this trauma that they have. Yeah, and so. And then we kind of get shown to uh, two CCG members, which are Kotaro Aman and uh, I can't remember his name, but it's Mato. That's his last name. Yeah. And like Mato is this crazy old guy, and then Aman is just like a. Yeah, Mato is kind of like a little bit too. Oh, look at me! I'm evil, kind of. Like, as a character. Well, he's just very interested by the ghouls, but he wants to murder them all. Yeah, and he doesn't, like, seem to have too much of a reason at first to me. No, not 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 at first, no. He doesn't really have any reason, except I just want to murder every, every ghoul. And they carry around these briefcases that actually have ghoul, ghouls' cognates in them, so they use the ghouls' cognates. Like, they use the ghouls' weapons as their weapons. Yeah. And that's also later shown. And so Kaneki, let's see, so, you know, they get shown, and then it also, we explore how this cafe is getting meat for all the, the ghouls that can't hunt, and it's shown that they do take, like, suicide members, and they find the suicide people dead, you know, and they're like, hey, well, We'll just use their dead meat as food for us. So that's how they supply a lot of meat. But then I think they also do kill people in case, you know, got to keep that supply up. Yeah. So that happens. Kaneki is just really learning more about the ghoul world. And I think he's just learning to accept. And then they visit a mask shop because in order yeah, to hide... Is... Once they get to the mask is like once I feel like it actually got pretty interesting. Yeah, because in order to like make sure your identity isn't revealed to a CCG investigator, you have to have a mask because when you're a ghoul running about, you're obvious, you know, like your yeah. eyes are different and you have cognates. Like, and when you're wearing your eye patch all the time, it's pretty obvious. Oh yeah, Kaneki Kaneki has to wear an eye, eye patch all the time because he can't control his one ghoul eye because he's always hungry. Yeah. So they go visit Uta, which is a mask maker. And everybody, every ghoul has their own mask. So, you know, that's that, that's a big part. 
of the whole then, series. Yes, because that's where he originally got his mask, and his mask is very iconic because it it adapts that that uh that eye patch into his mask, and you can only see his one ghoul eye with his mask. Yeah, his mask is like. It's like the it's probably the coolest one I've ever seen in the entire series. They made his mask so much cooler than everybody else's, really. I mean, he is the main character, so I kind of get it. True. And he's so different. He's like, he's half ghoul, half human, basically. Yeah. It's definitely like one of the more iconic images from the series so far that I've seen. Yeah. And so that happens. And then we learn more about Hinami and uh, Hinami and her mom. And that kind of like comes back to where her dad died because Hinami's mom went and buried the dad's mask. Going back to the mask, you know? So she's buried the mask. Yeah, I forgot about that. And then that led the CCG investigators to the mom because it just confirmed Mm -hmm. that everybody's a ghoul in that family. The Fuegoochies. And so the CCG investigators, which are Mato and Amon and some of the other smaller characters, they follow the mom and the the Hinami and the mom. And then, you know, obviously the mom's just like, run Hinami. And so the mom is fighting them to save Hinami, and then Hinami runs into Kaneki, and Kaneki can't do anything because he doesn't know what to do. So he just covers her eyes while they watch the mom die, basically. And the really fucked up part about that is that Mado had killed the dad, and then he's using the dad's Kagune to kill the mom. So it's basically like watching the dad just murder the mom, essentially. So Yeah. So I it thought was that pretty was... traumatic, really. Well, yeah, so it's good that Kaneki was at least there to cover her eyes, even though he couldn't really yeah, do anything else. It's, and it's all happening right in front of the kid, which was pretty sad. And so that causes Toka to get really mad. And Kaneki still is just in this really weak state, doesn't know what to do, and is really confused. So he's kind of like, you know, he feels bad, obviously, but it's like, what is he supposed to do? He has his own issues. But Toka is like enraged by this and then she goes on like a killing spree and starts killing investigators right mm-hmm. and it's shown that she has a rabbit mask so when she's out fighting she has a rabbit mask and her kagune is also like one wing so it's very pretty and lo- pretty looking and cool and then let's see and then obviously Toka and Kaneki have been kind of sort of like training in a way underground. Kaneki wants to learn how to be stronger. But the thing about Kaneki trying to learn how to be stronger, like he can't because he's not eating, which is the biggest thing. The old man of the cafe basically just gave him this cube that can subdue his hunger, but it's not going to completely satisfy it. So eventually that hunger is going to take over. And we start to see that a little bit later on when Mato and Amon are brought back up because right. Hinami has run away. She's sad, you know, and she's like, you know, she's just like. Her mom just died. So. Yeah, she's a little messed up in the brain. So she want, runs away from that cafe, which she has been, where she has been staying. And Toka and Kaneki finally notice. And Toka is looking for Hinami. Kaneki's looking for, for her. You know, they split up, and then Toga finally finds Hinami, and there she is, just sitting in a pile of rocks where her, like, mom died with her mom's dead arm. And it's just this really messed up, sad part. 
And then the guy who killed the mom and the dad, Motto, shows up, the old guy, the old crazy guy just shows up, and he's like, hey, you know, Toka's there, and she's like, I'm not gonna let you kill Hinami, and then it goes back over to Kaneki, who's fighting Amon, which Amon is just like this, he's a really young investigator, but he's a really dedicated one, and so he's just kind of like, get out of, so Kaneki's just yeah. basically like, get out of the way, I don't want to kill you, because he's yeah. happy it still, so he's like, I'm not gonna kill you. And Amon doesn't mess around. No, he immediately takes out his his uh, his king K. I think that's how you say it, which is the ghoul weapon. And he's like, "No, I'm gonna fight," you know. So yeah. down in down underground, there's Mato, Toka, and Hinami fighting, and then above, there's Kaneki with his new mask, and uh, and Amon. And Toka doesn't have her mask on, and neither and Hinami doesn't even have a mask. So Mato knows what they look like now, and so he's 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 using. The mom and the dad's weapon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so he's using both of those to fight Toka. And so basically Toka just runs on instinct. And you notice that. And so that lets, that lets Mato have the upper hand because he's smarter and knows how to fight ghouls. So Toka gets injured. And then Hinami finally just takes too much. And that's when her first, her first power is revealed, you know, her Kagunes. And it actually is shown that she has two. And it's the mom and the dad's Kagunes. So it's basically just like this big fight of mom and dad Kagunes. And it's Mato and Hinami. And then on top of that, Toka finally gets her strength. And then kills Mato. And so Mato's dead. Big uh-ohs. And so while Mato is dying to Toka, um, Amon and Kaneki are fighting on top. And Kaneki is basically just like, he knows he can't win unless he, yeah. unless he gets some sort of human meat. So Kaneki literally just takes a bite out of, out of Amon's shoulder and he's like, okay, whatever, I guess I'll do this. And that causes him to kind of power up, but then he starts going crazy because he's like, wow, I'm starving and I just ate human. So, it, so he's trying really hard to fight off his ghoul part and his human part because it's like he's going crazy in his head. He's thinking, wow, I'm starving, but I can't eat a human. What am I doing? Yeah, that was a really interesting scene. It was a cool fight scene that way. So, Amen is just kind of like trying to fight him still, but you can't really do anything because, you know, like, Kaneki's trying to fight but not to fight because if he does fight, literally he's just going to end up dying. Or yeah. eating him, you know? And then I think finally, you know, after a while of them fighting, Kaneki... Kaneki's Kagune show up, but he, like, runs away, right? Yeah, he runs away from the, the Amon fight, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, so Kaneki runs away from the Amon fight. And then, uh... Don't him and Toka meet back at the, uh... No, he's having his own little spurt saying he needs to go eat food, and that's when his kagunes come out. And that's oh, when yeah. Reggie Yomo shows up, and he has a, like a, a Doctor Plague mask, which is really cool. And then he stabs he stabs him. Well, that's right. I, yeah, I remember that now. And then finally, like, Kaneki is like, oh my god, I just stabbed this guy. And then, like, it's like he recognizes Yomo, so he starts freaking out. Yeah. And then Yomo was like, it's chill, dude. You know, you just need to eat this. And so, yeah, Amon is walking... I didn't realize this, but Amon actually sees Mato die. I kind of forgot about that. 
So Yeah, he does, which pisses him off. So yeah, Alma just kind of goes a little bit sicko mode while Toka kills him. But I think... But yeah, that scene where Mato dies is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and then Almond just kind of screams at the top of his lungs. It just shows like how angry he is, and I think it portrays what's going to come next. Yeah. How he's going to get revenge. Yeah. And that kind of shows like the character building between Toka and Kaneki as well, because when they do meet up, it's kind of like Toka's in pain, obviously, and so Kaneki like, kind of helps her. And it just yeah. shows that Toka does have a soft side because she's obviously like the tsundere of the series. <laughs> so basically, they all basically walk walk away, not hurt, except Mato's dead, and and then Amon's just pissed off now, and so he's gonna be looking for revenge now, basically. And th- I think that was when the arc ended. Because Toka got her revenge, Hinami got her revenge in a way, or got some closure. And so now it just leaves more open. Yeah, I mean, the next chapter was pretty much just Amon, uh, and like a flashback chapter yeah. for him. It shows uh, he has and like ghouls. Yeah. But so far, it's it's pretty good, and it leaves a lot open, and it's it leaves you wanting more, and like, what's going to happen next? Yeah, I it starts out kind of slow. Like it doesn't start out slow in the first chapter, but once it's just like kind of Kaneki going through the motions, and him being very stubborn about not wanting to. So just a big <clears throat> excuse me. Um, not yeah. He's just isn't accepting of his new self and how he is now. Which obviously, for character development purposes, he has to go through the motions and learn how his body reacts to certain things and what he can do now. So it was pretty interesting to see how much he developed. Toka was kind of eh for me up until she fights Mato because she just kind of seemed like a stubborn, hard person. But at the end of the arc, like you said, we get to see more of a soft side for her. Yeah. And another big thing is that since Kaneki has Rize's like, parts in in him he smells like a female ghoul and he has the exact same kaganes as rize so that causes a lot of issues that's right i remember that now because it's like why do you smell like a female ghoul and why do you look like rize basically yeah and rize was like a big like mass murderer and like she was a really big part of the uh she was the ghoul big on the on the ghoul street yeah on the ghoul street everybody knows who rize is so it's like oh man rize died so now now this guy's her replacement, kind of. Kind of, but they're also just kind of wondering where Rize went at the same time. Right, and yeah. A lot of people that the CCG, or a lot of ghouls thought that CCG got her. So. Yeah, I don't, I think uh, the first few arcs were kind of, well, not the first few arcs. The first few chapters were a little slow, but once we once Hanami and her mom came in, um, it definitely picked up the pace and the yeah. character development for Kaneki started to come in a lot more and it was a lot nicer to read because I mean every manga starts kind of slow but this one was tough to break that barrier for me 
I mean, I it's it sets up a good job, like world building wise. I think, anyways, and I mean, it does. Like, it's it's an interesting world. It was mainly Konaki at first. I didn't really care for it because he was just very. Oh, he's very bland and baby at first, but he yeah, gets a lot he... better throughout the series. Right. Which is obvious since you know he's the main character. Yeah, I mean, I figured he would get. <laughs> oh. I figured he would get a lot more interesting as it went on, and he definitely did already throughout the first three arcs, so I'm excited to see how much farther he develops. Yeah, and I've already read it, so I'm trying not to spoil things. Right. But yeah, he he's going to go through some things, obviously. More characters are going to be introduced, and it's just going to get a lot more interesting and a lot cooler, really. And we get to see Kaneki grow more on the ghoul side, I would say. He's yeah, I figured. I mean, because you can't ignore that. Like, yeah, I figure that's probably how the series direction is going to go. Is him kind of? Well, because we've already seen him basically starve himself and like just start dying of hunger. But then he, I, the ghoul I won't feel let like... themselves die. Basically, right. they eat no matter what. I feel like he's gonna like kind of replace Rizo, or was that her name, Rizo? Uh, Rize. Rize. Yeah, I feel like he's going to kind of replace her as what she was in the ghoul world. And I definitely think there's going to be... Uh, but Rize ate so many people. and I don't think he'll maybe do that. I think maybe he's going to do more... Try and take down the CCG, sort of. Okay, yeah. I could see just that. A, just a prediction that I have. I can't just really disagree or agree, or so... Yeah. I mean, I don't. I just don't think that they're gonna drop the whole CCG thing. That'd be pretty stupid. Well, no, and we saw it. Aman, you yeah. know, he's really angry now. So obviously, he's gonna be looking for those. Yeah. He's gonna I be looking for the ghoul like... with the mask, that specific mask he was fighting. So he's gonna recognize Kaneki when he finds him. Yeah, it seems like Aman and Kaneki are gonna be like the main protagonist and antagonist of the series. So. Yeah, it's and maybe it's... maybe not. Amen will be the antagonist necessarily. Like there will be other enemies, but he'll be like the. I feel like it's all going to come down at the end, kind of to those two in a way. Yeah, I mean, and then obviously after Tokyo Ghoul, there's still Tokyo Ghoul Re. So you know, there's going to be a lot more that goes on. Is Re like a continuation of the series? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like... I didn't know that. I thought it was just. Uh... Like, no, same, same world, different story. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of kind of it for this first episode. Not really much to talk about. Uh, the art style was kind of whatever for me. I'm not huge on it yet. I'm not super sold on it, but Pretty chapter, I know a lot like, of people love it. Well, the art style also just gets a lot better as time goes on, obviously. Yeah, but... that's every manga, too, so... Yeah, so it gets even better, and the fight scenes obviously get better because the fight scenes are very lackluster, I would say, right now, and it's hard to like see the Kagunes on the to uh, on the ghouls. Yeah, it is. So that gets a lot better, and Ishida just obviously starts showing things better and portraying things better. Yeah, I can definitely like I've seen stills from other pages already, and I can definitely tell. So. Yep. But I think we're going to go ahead and end the episode there. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening to episode two of Manga Head. I think uh, next week we're going to do the gourmet arc is what we'll go 
go ahead and read through, which is chapters 31 through 46. So, a, like 14 chapters ish. So, we might read two maybe. arcs then. Well, the next arc after Gourmet Arc is Aorgori Tree, which is 47 oh. through 79. The Aorgori, yeah. Isn't Aorgori like the big? The big arc in this series. Yeah, kind of. You know, they all kind of link in a way. So. Well, yeah, that's true. I guess. I guess we'll just read the the gourmet arc because there is a lot to talk about for that arc. So. Yeah, I'll uh, try to write some stuff down for next time and actually make some more points. But yes, so yeah. hopefully you guys enjoyed, and if you did, just let us yeah. know. And if you have any advice. Also let us know in a nice way. We'd appreciate yes. it. Yeah, that'd be really cool. So uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you.